Welcome to Closing the Books, a podcast by IC System, your trusted subject matter expert for debt collection solutions. Join us as we discuss the biggest trends and topics in debt collection and explore account recoveries in an uncertain future. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Closing the Books, a podcast from IC System. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the show. Today, we're talking about national licensure, and we're joined today by Chris Morris, the Vice President of Client Success at IC System. Chris, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Tyler. I'm happy to be here. Well, Chris, it's always good to talk to you and always good to have you back on the show. But today we're talking about what it means to be nationally licensed in the collection industry, why that's important, and so, so much more. So, um, But I imagine most of our listeners don't actually know the ins and outs of what it means to be nationally licensed. So can you explain the licensing process and, and what that means for the collections in- industry? Sure. The licensing process for the collections industry is complex, intricate, lasts all year. And it's really done to ensure that all collection agencies are compliant and abiding by each state's and sometimes even cities' rules and regulations. And given that collection agencies collect money from consumers, hold that money in trust, and then remit those collected dollars to our clients, the states have a real interest in ensuring their residents' you know, accounts and funds are monitored and protected. So licensing collection agencies is a way for states to ensure that they know who is operating within their borders and monitoring them for compliance to state law. So Chris, who does the licensing? Is it a national organization or does it vary from state to state in terms of who does the actual licensing? Sure. So IC System, we handle our own licensing in-house. So we'll be doing what we need to do with each state to make sure we're licensed in each state. There are vendors that collection agencies can hire to do the licensing for them, um, but we choose not to do that. And then as far as, you know, what the states do, um, the states uh, typically have processed their own licensing in-house as well, although some states have turned to an online licensing system, which is called the Multi-State Licensing System and Registry. And some states that are using that include Arizona, Connecticut, Idaho, Indiana, Maryland, and Massachusetts, Nebraska, North Dakota, Oregon, Rhode Island, and Wyoming. And then very recently, California, Nebraska, and Nevada have transitioned to the system. So, you know, in some cases with a number of those states, you're working through that multi-licensing system registry to get licensed. In other cases, you're working directly with the state. So talk me through the the requirements or or audits that you have to go through in order to earn a license uh, or certification. Can you talk through the kind of requirements that that have to be met? Sure. So each state's unique uh, in terms of the requirements you need to meet to earn a license or certification. Some states are relatively straightforward. You need to file an annual report and obtain a certificate of good standing. States like Florida, Georgia, Kansas, Montana, New Hampshire, and South Dakota. Other states require both that annual report I mentioned as well as filing a licensing submission. Um, a couple states that require that are Wyoming, Wisconsin, and Arizona. And then there's other states, Alaska, Michigan, and Nevada, that require not only the collection agencies to be licensed, but to have a licensed manager as well. The state of Alaska requires each manager to submit fingerprint cards before being licensed, and the states of Michigan and Nevada each require the manager to take a test um, in that state and pass with a a score of 90% or higher before earning that license. So if the collection agency doesn't have a licensed manager, the company is not permitted to collect in that state per state law. The state of Nevada conducts an annual audit of collection agencies, and other states can audit agencies at any time. That's that's really interesting. Now, 
My next question is is maybe a multi-parter and might have a might require a multifaceted answer, but there has to be a limit to the usefulness of this, right? Like if I run a dentist office in Texas, why should I care if my collection agency is nationally licensed, right? So, um, you know, most of my patients are going to be in Texas and and that sort of thing. So, with that being the case, how does that mean you're going to collect more money for me as opposed to a national healthcare organization with offices around the United States? Sure, and I think that the big difference is that consumers that receive services in your state, let's say, in your hypothetical, don't always stay in your state after they receive services. And so depending on where you look, and I pulled some data from the American Community Survey, uh, over the past five years, over 40 million Americans moved each year. So that calculates to about 13% of Americans moving annually. So if you think about you see a patient in your office, and in your example of a dentist office in Texas, let's say the patient comes in for service, and then you have to do the billing. That usually takes 30 days, let's say. And then you have some internal efforts to try to collect that account. That could take a couple more months. And then that patient still isn't paying. You decide to submit it to a collection agency, and the collection agency can work that account for a number of years. Well, that period of time, right, that patient may have relocated out of the state of Texas. And so if you're working with an agency that's only got a very regional footprint in terms of their licensing, they may not be able to attempt to collect that account if that patient has moved out of state. So if you think about if 13% of Americans are moving annually, if you were to place 10 accounts in collections in a year, at least one, probably more of those consumers uh, could have relocated out of state. So if your collection agency isn't licensed in the state, the consumer relocates to, will not be able to attempt to collect that delinquent account. That's a that's really interesting, and I, and I think a good way of putting it. And so, um, like you mentioned, if if consumers move, there's also the issue of lo- laws that change, right? Um, kind of like we talked about, where things can change based on location. So we've had people like your corporate counsel come on the podcast and talk about compliance with state laws, which vary from state to state. So how do you ensure that you're compliant beyond the licensing aspect? Right. So IC System receives regulatory updates from a variety of sources. Uh, ACA International, which used to be called the American Collectors Association, is a national trade group based in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and Washington, D.C. IC System is a member of the ACA, and they keep us up to date when laws or regulatory practices change at the state or federal level. Their staff continually monitors all 50 states for updates and then provides them to their members. Also, our senior leadership team receives direct correspondence and emails, white papers, and formal written updates from organizations like ACA International, Inside Arm, the State Bar Association, and our network of affiliated attorneys. Um, Further, our legal and consumer affairs departments review each alert or notification, and then we have a compliance review committee that meets to review any new compliance policy for internal changes to our systems. That uh, compliance review committee represents every department in the company, ensuring IC systems compliance with uh, any policy or process changes to stay compliant with state laws. Okay, so if we go back to my example where I am a dentist in Texas, you know, Tyler Kern DDS, um, which could not be further from reality. But if we just take that example and run with it, it might risk somehow if I don't get a nationally licensed agency. Yeah, really a couple of risks. I think the first risk would be that any account that is valid, due and owing for patients that live in any state in which the collection agency you're using isn't licensed won't get worked. And then if the agency you are working with does choose to work them and isn't licensed in those states, they could be subject to any penalties associated with that activity from the state. 
and certainly they might ask who they're who uh, they are collecting on behalf of, and, and your business could be uh, named in that situation. Really interesting. Okay, so we got to make sure that Tyler Kern DDS stays protected. So at the end of the day, would you uh, what would you say is the most important benefit for, for businesses working with a nationally licensed agency? Sure, I think there's a couple of major benefits. First of all, working with a nationally licensed agency ensures that every account you place in collections with that agency will get worked for the duration that the account is with the agency. So as consumers move out of state and that account stays in collections, that collection agency can continue to try to uh, collect those accounts. Um, and if you think about the timeline that I sketched out earlier, you know, that accounts enter collections three to six months after the date of service and they can remain in collections for years, that's a significant amount of time for that consumer to potentially relocate to another state. So the main benefit, right, of using a nationally licensed agency is that your agency will be able to collect from that consumer regardless of where they live in the United States. And then secondly, using a nationally licensed agency ensures you are being represented by a compliant ethical agency that isn't taking any shortcuts or risks um, in terms of trying to collect accounts and certainly isn't risking your reputation by calling a consumer residing in a state in which it isn't licensed. Excellent, excellent stuff. Um, so, Chris, as we wrap things up and, and kind of wrap up our conversation here, um, talking about national licensure and the benefits that that provides and why there are benefits of working with um, a collections agency that is nationally licensed, what final thoughts do you have? What do you want to leave listeners with here after they uh, they listen to this episode? What do you hope people walk away with? Just to, you know, just to have a little bit more knowledge and information about what's involved in being licensed. And then if you're, you know, looking for a collection agency, it's a question to be asked whether that collections agency is nationally licensed. The system is uh, licensed in all 50 states. And so if you were to use our services, we would certainly um, be able to collect or attempt to collect from any consumer regardless of where they live in the United States. But I would certainly, if I was a business, and I was hiring a collection agency, I would inquire as to what the status of their licenses are across the 50 states. Chris Morris, Vice President of Client Success at IC System. Chris, always great to have you on the podcast. Thanks for joining us today and talking a little bit more about national licensure. You bet. Thank you, Tyler. Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for tuning into another episode of Closing the Books, a podcast from IC System. We appreciate you joining us here today very much. Of course, for more, you can always head to icsystem.com to learn more information to reach out. If you have questions and you want to get in touch with someone like Chris who can help answer your questions, make sure to head to the website today and reach out, ask those questions, get the answers that you need. And also, you can stay up to date on the pod- with the podcast there on the website or by visiting uh, Closing the Books on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, make sure to check Check it out there and you can subscribe, stay up to date with the latest episodes and stay tuned. We'll be back soon with new episodes of the show. But for this one, for my guest today, Chris Morris, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks for joining us. 